Hey, it's Rob. Before we get to today's show, I've got two things. Number one, I want to help. For anyone that wants to jump on a Zoom call and jam for 10 minutes, slide into my DMs. You can hit me up on any social media platform at Rob Cressy. If you have a question about mindset, habits, routines, entrepreneurship, something creative, podcasting, social media, or a new project you're working on, whatever it is, I'm willing to help by answering questions and jamming about it. Now is a time to create opportunities, so here is one for you. Hit me up if I can help. Number two, this episode with Anthony Ewing is a unique one. It's a conversation that talks about digital innovation and the way to use Zoom and webinars and live streaming. It's also one part testimonial as this is an area that I have a ton of experience in as I was able to help Anthony bring his vision to life. I've been using Zoom to record podcasts for years and live streaming has also been part of my content strategy. Because of this, I had to learn how to make all of this happen. And you know what was involved? A lot of trying and hiccups and Googling and testing new platforms and finding out what works. Well, guess what? That knowledge is now coming in handy as the world is being forced to communicate digitally. Remember what I just said, now is a time to create opportunities. This is another one of those opportunities to become a thought leader and provide more value by bringing others together and using digital technology to help amplify it across your network. For brands, companies, and individuals, this is a no-brainer. Now time for the show. News team, assemble! So I, I'd love to just start with, you know, how you and I met Rob, because I think it's a really good example of the power of community and the power of the way that you show up in just passing conversations. You and I met at a Papa Shop machine in a WeWork location here in Chicago. And um, little did I know you, you had more than just a, a, a childhood nostalgic relationship with Papa Shot. They were a client of yours, um, but I didn't need to know that because the conversation that you and I had immediately was centered around our passion, which yes, just so happened to be like ripping hundred plus points on a Papa Shot game, <laughs> but it also was content creation. And I think the way that you were able to deliver value, even in that first conversation, that first touch point, is a real example of your value proposition, not only your value proposition to your clients, but what you are also uh, preaching to your clients and what you're also enabling your clients to understand, which is we can deliver value in the smallest of conversations and we can uh, influence and direct and guide and inspire people in the smallest of conversations. And that's really how our uh, you know, uh, personal and professional relationship started, which was just a passing conversation over a game of pop shop. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. And one game recognized game. So I saw you <laughs> throwing smoke and I was like, all right, let's see what's up with this. But number two, once I just asked to find out a little bit more about what you do, I'm immediately going to jump into ways that I can help you. Or are you thinking about this? Because sometimes someone's looking for an answer to something that you might have, or there might be someone in my network. And if we're both in the same location and getting down over a Papa shot, like all of a sudden we're checking these boxes, even just being right next to each other. So immediately I'm going to be like, all right, is this someone I can bring into my network and build a relationship with? And if that's the case, 
let's try and in a non-pitchy way say, what do you got going on? Have you thought about this? And then we just sort of let the conversation go from there. Absolutely. And I would say, you know, our conversation really centered on a couple of things. And it's just interesting to think about the way that business relationships form and how very little business relationships start with uh, a direct pitch or a direct blow or what we would call a right hook, right? These relationships always start with simple um, exchanges, what we call jabs, right? Jab, 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 right hook, taking from, you know, uh, our guru, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I think that, you know, our conversation started with our mutual passion for telling the story. And as you started to explain your business in Bacon Sports, I understood that um, you were not only about, about passionate about telling your story, but your business was centered around enabling others to tell their story. And you were dealing with somebody who, you know, I had quite a bit of experience, I guess, respectively in the content creation game. You know, I started a vlog three years ago with, with my business, Thoughtium. And before I had a first client, I was telling the story of what it was like to spin up an LLC and go out on your own um, and, and face the market with, um, you know, uh, uh, an offering in your back pocket and a whole bunch of uncertainty. And, um, you know, what I realized, um, and maybe it was over time, but what I have realized is the process of telling the story is oftentimes more valuable than the story itself. And, you know, as, as, as marketers, you and I both know that there's this dichotomy around um, creating the, the, the most um, direct and the purest form of your story and even your products and services. There's a push-pull between that and also just the true gold in telling the story, even if you don't have the perfect solution or the, or, 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 or the perfect packaging of. And so for me, I think, you know, the, relate, the, the business relationship you and I have is that you have almost been this um, guiding um, uh, uh, resource for me that continues to challenge me to put work forward regardless of whether I have the answer or not. And I think we all need those influences in our professional network because we get so deep in our own work that we have a skewed um, view of what, you know, great looks like. And, and oftentimes it's so unachievable that we never get to good. And I think you are the bridge between good and great. And you do it through a lot of uh, small jabs. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And you nailed it, the process of telling a story because you and I, I, the biggest value I believe I'm giving aside from being forward thinking to help you is on the process side of things. And I've got a, yep. a quote that I love and it's um, focus on the process, not the prize or focus yep. on the process, not the polish. So a lot of people, when wanting to create a piece of content, whether it's a video or a podcast, they're immediately jumping to the bells and whistles. And I break it down so simple and I just say, what does it take for you to create one perfect podcast? And then we're going to rinse and repeat that a hundred different times. So once you understand the process, you understand the scalability of it. So we'll use this as a segue to sort of the thing that I helped you with uh, this past coming week. So I'll let you sort of describe yep. why you came to me in the first place about what you were working on. Absolutely. So uh, at Thoughtium, we, over the course of the last six weeks, have developed a, an offering that allows us to, to bring uh, our community to the table in a live format, talking about topics that matter most to uh, our broader audience. 
And in a world today where business leadership is needed more than ever, uh, the, the topic at the center of the table by design has been leading through change. So we, we and the format that we wanted to use uh, was a multi-channel live, um, what we call virtual roundtable. So these were gonna, by design, these were weekly segments where we would have a panel of four business leaders join a Zoom webinar and we were gonna put different topics uh, at the center of the table and unpack those with leaders who are completely unrelated, but thinking about and working on the same things. For example, one of our topics is connecting in a virtual environment. The other is increasing resilience through crisis. Uh, these are all topics that leaders are thinking about and having a lot of discussions about and probably have gotten a lot of off the shelf invites for uh, more asynchronous content webinars, if you will. There's a lot of them out there. And we wanted to create more of an open forum dialogue where in an unscripted way, we could have leaders bounce ideas back and forth and have our audience then engage and ask questions. You know, my mind immediately went to, of course, Zoom as a platform and webinar as the uh, format. I went to you because I knew that there was, there were more channels that we could leverage to get this discussion out there. And uh, about three months ago, uh, actually it's more like four or five months ago, I had applied, we had applied for um, a, a pilot uh, license for LinkedIn Live. And uh, self-admittedly, it's been about three months that we've had the green light to go live on LinkedIn. And it's just one of those aspects of my content game that has been kind of sitting on hold. Um, it's one of the aspects of my content game that I've put on the must be perfect shelf. And I knew that this new webinar series navigating now was, was not necessarily perfect for LinkedIn Live, but it was the perfect excuse to just do. And I needed to know what were the first two or three steps so that I could just put this work forward on LinkedIn Live and see how it went. And I knew that you were the person that I needed to call. So thank you very much. I'm glad that you did call because I was very glad to help you because I love helping people who are forward thinking, who want to bring more value and engagement to the world. So here's where we are at. You've got this Zoom webinar and it's like, hey, how do we distribute this more to LinkedIn Live and your other social channels? And what are the connective dots to make that happen? And I can tell you, I've been doing this for the last seven years and I've taught myself the entire way. So I've had to learn in a very fallible way, very clunky, how do you connect all of these platforms and Zoom and all of this and connecting in audio and video, and I'm not a technical guy. I don't have a technical background. I'm not a microphone guy. I'm not a video guy. I'm a creative. So I'm figuring all of these different things out, but guess what? In doing so, I figured out what we'll call the secret sauce of how you can take a Zoom webinar and then live stream it to LinkedIn Live and all of your other platforms. And that what ended up being the end result for you. So let's talk about what it felt like when you actually got that up and running. <laughs> well, this is a, you know, as creators, we have these moments where we're stepping into ambigu ambiguity. We have a vision of, of what we would like this to look like. But the joy and the gratification that we get is stepping into a new space as a creator without knowing if it's gonna go perfect or not. So what did that look like for me? 
I had a real concern that even to test LinkedIn Live, uh, you and I would have to get on this platform and we would have to, I would have to go live to my entire network on LinkedIn. And it's pretty broad, you know, between my first and second degree, it's, you know, thousands of people. And there was even a little bit of, as much of a, a, a camera guy as I am, there was even a little bit of anxiety around like, how do I even test this without looking like an idiot? And this is where I think, you know, your confidence, your guidance, your experience in this realm has really helped out because you said there actually is no perfect way to test it. So I will jump on a Zoom with you, uh, you know, a couple of days prior to your event and we'll get it going. You just kind of pushed me and you, you, you obviously helped me from a technical perspective. But I think the, the most challenging step for me was literally to hit broadcast, to hit live for the first time. And all of a sudden I turned to my secondary monitor, monitor and I saw that much like the format that you and I are in right now, there was Rob and Anthony and I was streaming live to thousands of people on LinkedIn. And I will tell you for people who, um, again, or maybe a little bit risk averse, or they're not used to this. I mean, that would completely paralyze people. But I, again, I think there's, it's almost like that athlete mentality in it, that I know that you have and that I have. Um, when I'm a little bit pushed out of my comfort zone, or I'm down by eight points with 30 seconds left, like there's something in me that lights up. And I'll never forget the moment that you and I went live for the first time. And instead of hitting stop, knowing that it worked, the audio was working, the video was working, I looked at the camera and I said, we are live on LinkedIn for the first time. I'm with Rob Cressy from Bacon Sports. Rob, tell us a little bit about you. And it was like something shifted. You know, to go from um, static produced content where I shoot, I go back in the lab, I sit behind Final Cut Pro for, you know, anywhere between 12 and 18 hours per episode uh, of my vlog, which there's something that I love about that, right? There's the craftsmanship in shaping a, a, a Final Cut timeline there was equal amount of excitement and gratification in, in an unedited version of myself, <laughs> having dialogue and, commu and, and communication with you know, another professional on a live platform. And now I love equally as much. Uh, we're on our second episode of Navigating Now. It's every Thursday at three o'clock. You can find it on LinkedIn, uh, uh, Facebook, and you can register for the events at thoughtium.com forward slash live. And I'll tell you, within two weeks, the, the initial call that, that, I, that I made to you saying, um, we're going to have a, a one directional webinar, invite only webinar. In less than two weeks, we were streaming to 10,000 plus people. Um, we had people reach out to us from all corners of our networks about the content. And ironically, a handful um, from Facebook. This, was a, this is a professional uh, forum and navigating now is for, for business leaders. We had people on Facebook reaching out to, out to us saying, we love the content and we want to join next time. So again, our, our community expanded and uh, you know, the, 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 the muscle that I was building in trying new, new platforms was, was growing exponentially. So after we did the test and you're doing your first real live and you've got the thought leaders on and you're like, all right, everyone's perceiving me as the expert. Let's go. So I've got the training wheels, but now the training wheels have been taken off. How did the very first one go for you? I'll tell you, you know, this goes back to what I know you believe very strongly in, which is this, if you set up a process, you can put yourself in a position to be your best 
without worrying about all of the technology that is behind you. So the fact that the, the, the webinar itself, the weekly webinar was well-designed, we put a lot of, of thought into who we were inviting to the table, the questions we were gonna ask. We put a lot of thought into who was, who was teeing up and moderating the discussion versus who was facilitating the questions. We had all of that in a design doc, which is uh, repeatable and, and scalable. Um, we had prepped our speakers prior to, you and I had a, a big discussion just in terms of um, uh, distribution and, and, and the technicality of it. So when we hit live, it was just me facilitating discussion. And I do that all day, every day with my clients. So the process that was put in place enabled me to be um, coming from a point of confidence and strength and knowing that now my job is truly to facilitate discussion amongst business leaders. And I absolutely love that because that is the key confidence and strength because uncertainty leads to inaction. But when you feel more confident about what you're going to do, you're no longer worrying about the things that you were uncomfortable with a week prior. And I think that's what makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside to see somebody else get this because it's like the world goes from black and white to color because it's like, oh, I got it now. You see the power of being able to, one, bring these people together, two, do this in a live streaming capacity, and three, distribute it to your entire network. So now us as marketers and relationship builders, this becomes the holy grail. 100%. Yeah, and it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a pretty incredible experience. And, and once you go through something like this, it, it gets easier to try uh, even more progressive uh, things. And, and I think that's the power in, again, showing your work. And that's the power in what we call creative confidence. It's the confidence to, uh, to, to, to go about something that may be, may be undefined um, or maybe not perfectly set up. So as we wrap this up, I want you to say some thoughts on, would you recommend me working with others or helping them? And if so, in what capacity based on your experience? Because I want to help as many people as I can, but the best way I can do so is actually to have someone like you say, you know what, this is the value that I saw in Robin. Here's how he yeah. can help others. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I acknowledge that uh, not all client relationships or even friendships start at a pop shop machine. <laughs> so, you know, oftentimes we do need to be very clear with, um, the way that we're interfacing with our customers. And I would just say that, you know, anybody who is in uh, the, the realm of telling the story, whether it be about your brand, about your company, about yourself, have the discussion start with possibilities. And that's, that's the, the, the first phase of value that, that, you know, you, Rob, and the Bacon Sports team have, have offered us which is just creating possibility through talking about what is possible. And I would then say, you know, what we also got from you is a real appreciation for the process of content creation. Content creation is not just about, you know, hitting the live button. It's also not about just necessarily turning the camera on. Although I do think it takes a little bit of that, that confidence to just, you know, to, to, to show yourself on camera, et cetera. But it's about having a process in place that allows you, again, that gives you the confidence to be able to do it on a repeatable fashion. And I think there are potentially a lot of social media shops out there um, 
that are quick to help you kind of outsource the process, or maybe they're not focused on the process. And I know that your services start with laying the foundation, which is rooted in process. And that enables your clients to go and do, uh, do these things on their own. And so I find that, you know, the way that we engage with you is a lot lighter than maybe I would engage with a typical social media agency um, in that, you know, your sole focus is to enable us to be able to do the work ourselves. And, you know, as a client services organization ourselves, we pride ourselves in, in the same type of relationship with, with our, our clients. It's hard to do. It's hard to enable your clients to do something that you're getting paid for. And I think that that is a, a real unique component to the value proposition that you offer. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And Anthony, I know there's so many good things on the horizon for you and your company because anyone who's willing to have a conversation with me and then take action and then grow and do more, it just excites me because this is just the tip of the iceberg. So big shout out to you and your team for that because uh, you're leading by example, you're making the world a better place and you're providing a ton of value to others. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. And, uh, we really look forward to working with you and the Bacon Sports team moving forward. Maybe that was money. As always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Sports Marketing Huddle, the number one thing you can do to support us is tell your friends about it. We believe in organic growth, and if you get value out of the free podcast we deliver, then we'd appreciate if you share on social media. If you're looking for some creative sports marketing resources, you can sign up for my newsletter at robcressy.com. I drop bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to get your juices flowing.